Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shear. It's Purim today. And we always know the famous Purim and Shulash, it becomes out on a Friday, etc., etc. Um, that's neither here nor there right now. Because it's not a yet. There's no Purim and Shulash this year. It's on a, it was on a Tuesday. Hence having a Wednesday. Shushan Purim. Many people continue today to go on Big Day Shabbos, the garments of Shabbos. Many people um, follow up today with their Shalachmanas they couldn't give out yesterday. Um, are you Yetzir with what you had to do Yetzir yesterday? No, if you didn't give yesterday Shalachmanas, you can't be Yetzir with today. It's unfortunately, not unfortunately, but unfortunately for Yidin, we have Baruch Hashem people, friends and everything else, neighbors that we need to still give. And we're very involved in so many different things in the aspects of Purim, and therefore we don't get around to always getting everybody the Mishnah Manas we want to send them. Matanus Tavyenim needed to say he should have been given yesterday, and um, any other mitzvahs of Purim had to be done on Purim itself, the meal, etc. What is the joy of Purim all about? Simchas Purim, as it may be, doesn't need to be built around a good bottle of wine, a good bottle of scotch, a good bottle of vodka. But today's days, the guys use tequila. Simchas Purim needs to be a rejoicing of a victory that the Jewish nation conquered <coughs> and yet another episode practically speaking we were confronted with the enemy confronted with the Amalek of our lives Haman and HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed with his ominous wisdom and deep kindness and compassion how he does not want anything bad happening to his children. We don't um, see in the story of Purim there was actual people being killed in a battle, etc. Later, they killed out people from here and from there, but the Yidin killed out. It wasn't an oppression that Yidin were being killed. Although, that was Haman's agenda. He wanted to destroy and kill the entire Jewish nation. 
But yet, we don't hear of killed here, he killed there. In the story of Purim as it be, it goes directly to where the Jews were in a very distasteful level, ready to celebrate at a party that Hashverish threw, which is pretty decadent. Although, officially, the wines and the meats and everything that the Jews had was supposed to be the way they were supposed to have it. The lure was very, very, very strong. And yet, and yet, Haman rises to power, and the only agenda he can come up with is having a problem with this nation that Mordechai belongs to. This brazen Mordechai, who would not bow down to him, would not give him the proper respect or the time of the day. And truth to be told, according to the dictum of the Megillah, he didn't even know who Mordechai was. He had to ask his people to find out, and the whatever element they were came back and told him he belongs to this nation called the Jews. According to the way the Megillah is written, it's almost seemingly he didn't even know that there were Jews. <laughs> It was quite a frivolous, egotistical person. <coughs> yeah, he rose to power because he advised Achashverish to get rid of Ashti. To tell him that till now, Vashti reminds you constantly that she is the power to be. You're only a stable hand that she married but she was the pedigree she was the royalty and therefore um, he had to live up to her standard for him to brazenly stand up against that it took a lot of shall we say guts to say the least but it wasn't guts even. It wasn't even a matter of guts. It was a matter simply of... It never occurred to him even to step back. To step away. It was only at this particular venue, at this particular party, that Haman took the opportunity to advise him because because Vashti, who was a very wicked woman, was castigated for what she was doing and how she was treating the Jewish girls. That Haman said, put it to death. Get rid of her, you don't need it. And he brazenly stood up to her and had her killed. This is no simple task. 
But the bottom line here, we're not going into the story of the Megillah, the story of Purim. The bottom line is that the Jewish nation at the time was not in a good place after the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. And the Marachaya Tzadik was the driving force that brought back what needed to be brought to surface and what needed to be brought about, what needed to be given to the Jews. So we celebrate Purim. We try to reach out on Purim. To see to it that every one of our fellow Jews participate in the mitzvahs, participate in the joy and the happiness. And we rejoice with them side by side. We, with the full sincerity, have the simcha of Purim by the fact that we have people by our table, people in our home, people that come and go with the Mishnah Manais, with the gifts, etc. And it's a beautiful, beautiful holiday. Just in that alone. And we're happy to have a, bring a smile to someone else's face on Purim. We don't have that on Rosh Hashanah, on Yom Kippur, on Sukkot. We have to be happy with our own. On Pesach, we have to have our Seder. We can invite people to Seder. We can have people over to Seder. We're not looking to give them, we look to give them enjoy, the enjoyment of Yom Tov, obviously, but not the joy of Purim. The joy of Purim by the Seder night one doesn't just jump up and start dancing. There's a Haggadah to be read and there are different foods that need to be eaten. There's an order of, uh, of, of actually almost borderline strictness that people need to keep to in order to be able to keep the the, the kosher, the kosherness of the seder, the matzah separate from water, all the different things that have to be taken into consideration. Actually, sometimes it's a very high pressure, the seder itself. Children not being being unruly and not behaving and not this and that. It's not going on. Purim doesn't have that. Purim spontaneously People jump up and start singing and dancing. It brings a joy. You see people in the streets throughout the whole Purim. You know, any given Jewish neighborhood, there are trucks and there are music and there's cars and there's people and there's people dancing. People dress up. It's not Chassashalom, anything to do with Halloween-style dressing up. It's a whole different thing, which we're not going to go into, because we're not going into the customs of Purim any longer. But we need to take away from the Purim 
that we just experienced and we need to take away to ourselves what did I do with it? for those that were in excruciating pain on their own trying to make the best of what they could trying to find yet another leaf another branch another straw to grasp where they'd be sitting out in, a, in their favorite spot in their beach under the sun or whatever it might be but ultimately looking in a mirror and just feeling alone today it's a band-aid because it's happened what it happened yesterday but what is not the solution but what is the thought pattern that one can perhaps try to implement to try to avert and to try to take this all away the oneness with Hashem it's a time to reflect and it's a time to say to ourselves Baruch Hashem I'm here Baruch Hashem I've achieved Baruch Hashem I've reached to this and this level I've done this, I've accomplished this and look at even if it's a small accomplishment even if it's a small advancement we need to see and take it and run with it and we see this actually from the, the Purim thing itself Purim miracle itself where Haman Arasha has the downfall and the Megillah tells us And we keep in score on the Gemara Megillah to Zion and we spoke about this last week as well. Where the Gemara explains this Pasuk and tells us that the Jews were able to complete without any kind of suspicion Eida, which is Teda, Simcha, which is Yamtiv, Sasan, which is the Mitzvah, Mila, and Tfilin, Yakar. All of these four Mitzvahs. are a sign, are signs between the Jewish nation and the country Baruch And this is the reason that Haman Russia decreed on the Jews themselves. He couldn't tolerate the unity of Am Yisrael and how they attached themselves to, the God, to God. perhaps we can delve into and think about the mitzvahs which need a sign need a connection between Am Yisrael and Akadosh Baruch Hu. 
should be those that they don't have a, a an example amongst the amongst the non-Jewish nation nations. And this, therefore, reflects the unity of Am Yisrael. All these mitzvahs are examples, and they have ultimately some kind of connection, some kind of something amongst the other nations as well. When they look at Teda, they look at the words Seichel, Chochmah, They also, the, Jew, the non-Jewish nations also have their philosophies and their thought patterns and their studies, etc. Yom Tevim, Chagim, Mayadim, they have their holidays as well. And we know that many, many non-Jews circumcise their children in the hospital for whatever reason it might be, for the health, whatever it is. And Tefillin, they also carry a certain sign that shows that they are connected to their religion. In that case, what is, what are these signs, how are these signs special of unite, a way of uniting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But rather we know that this is actually <coughs> the ultimate connection with the Jewish nation. There is no boundaries, there's no connections there's no comparison between the Jews and the non-Jews. We don't need a sign to separate us. Rather, things that might be similar in the non-Jewish nation, we need to show the superiority of the Jewish nation's behavior and action. And to this comes these signs. We call out these signs in a physical realm as well for each and every Jew, which shows us a similarity with other nations, but rather shows and also shows us the sanctity with which we do it, the holiness with which we do it as we are connecting ourselves, different, unlike other nations. We find Teda, the Chachma, the philosophy, the Seichel, by the non-Jews, whereas by the Jews, the union of Teda is higher than Seichel. Belief in Teda, belief in the one that gave us the Teda, belief in the Teda that Hashem gave us on Har Sinai, which is all a chachma of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is way far beyond, above the seichel of the human being. So the philosophies and all these other things that the non-Jewish nation studies, shall we say, doesn't come to any comparison 
with what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has bestowed with us, with the Teda, which we received in Hasinai, which comes from a way, way much higher source. The joy of Yom Tif, The joy of Yom Tif. By the regular world, we know how they celebrate their holidays. We know what a New Year's looks like. All the other holidays in which they imbibe and etc., etc. By Yidin, even though Purim, we sit and we say L'chaim, and in the midst of Adla Yada, which doesn't necessarily mean that you need to get Chashon to a level of non-recognition, simply means that a person needs to understand, I don't see a difference anymore. My body and my soul, I want it all to be soul. And therefore it brings me to a level of Yiddishamayim to be God fearing in another in an extra level yet. <clears throat> and I sit and I do a mitzvah. Purim has its mitzvahs, the Suda, the Megillah, the the Matanaslav Yainim, Mashlach Manais, the Zamitzvis. Mitzvah is lost in Tzavsevachibar, attaching and connecting oneself with Akash Baruch So when I celebrate my Yom Tif, I celebrate it in order to become closer to Akash Baruch Even a Yom Tif, as such as Purim, which will never be nullified, even the time of Mashiach, but even a Purim, which seems like a happy and joyous and drinking and eat, drink and be merry, unless you're the Babacha running around reading Megillah all day long, can't get too merry that way. But the connection that I make with HaKadosh Baruch that I forge with my, my Creator. The Ramam tells us about Mila. It causes a certain effect on the, on the man when a man in the non-Jewish world does as such. It gives him a different perspective. Jews, on the other hand, are happy with the Miller. Sos says to him, I rejoice, and Sosa, this joy is Mila. It just gives an enjoyment for our connection once again with the same as the bris that our father Abraham, our father Avraham Avinu had. Nachman al-Islam, when the non-Jewish nation walks around with their signs showing and reminding them and connecting them to their Sources. They too take, take things that are bejeweled and that are nice and that they put in diamonds, they put in all different things into them. When you didn't wear tefillin, tefillin have to be black. The boxes are black. The straps are black. It's black. Black on black. But... Within those tefillin, 
those black boxes. We have the Pasuk Shema Yisrael Hashem Aleikeinu Hashem Echot telling us how God is one. Once again, showing our difference in our mitzvahs, how they connect us to our God. Rather, than just plain giving us the joys of a world, the joys of a lifetime. This week's Pasha, Pasha Kisisa. Most of the beginning of the Pasha, most of the Pasha itself actually, in the first two aliyas are very, very, very long because they go to a Kayan and to a Levi which were both from one tribe, the tribe of Levi. Some became Kahanim, some became Levim. As we know, Meshna Benu was a Levi and his brother Aaron was a Kayan. And therefore, we give the first two aliyahs, making them very, very long aliyahs, though, both to a Kayan and a Levi, as is always the tradition in the Jewish, in, in the Shul, in the Seder of Kriya Torah, the order of reading of the Torah. We always re- award the first aliyah to a Kayan and the second to a Levi. <coughs> And these are most of the parshas we said, which talks about involves the sin of the golden calf, the breaking of the luches, the tablets, the prayers of Meshir Abenu, the second tablets, the sin is also hinted. In the beginning of the parish, the words "Vinasnu ish kafer nafshei." A person should be giving for a forgiveness for their soul. And the medrash tells us that when they gave the machsa shekel, it was done to forgive mainly on the chet ha'egel. They gave the half a shekel, which we did also on Tainus Esther. This was done to forgive the sin of the golden calf. And therefore we need to understand and explain how to, atta- how to attach these things with the beginning of the parasha, which is Kisisa, Sreish B'nai Yisrael, raise up the heads of the Jewish nation. Bring them up to a higher level. And yet, what do we discuss? We discuss the ultimate downfall and the lowest of low how the Jewish nation, after accepting, receiving the Torah and Sinai, hearing from HaKadosh Baruch Hu directly, the Ten Commandments, go out and build an eagle, build a golden calf. Fall to the lowest of low. Let's understand what does it mean Nisias Reish, raising up of the heads of the Jews. The idea of a Reish 
of a head, a seichel, havana, understanding, knowledge, being smart, lifting up the head, is obviously bringing you up to a more a higher intellectual level than it was. This is what our Pasha tells us. Excluding the Avedezara, the idol worship, to block out and to take it away, the negativity of idol worship, is not just through rising up above it, higher from the head, but rather taking the head and the seichel itself and elevating that, and thereby we then obliterate any thoughts even of anything that's not pure, anything impure. What's higher than the head? than the seichel, than the intellect. Higher than that is a muna. Dalteram brings down in Tanya, Perikul Ches, if you keep your score at home. A muna is higher than seichel and das. Belief. This is instilled even in the simplest of people. Even the ones that take everything in the, in the only with a, dro- a touch of salt, the drop of salt, a pinch of salt, that's the word. Even the ignoramuses are prepared to sacrifice themselves for the name of Hashem. And therefore, it's unnatural. When we put aside the seichel, the das, that brings about the emunah of Hashem, and we incorporate it, and we take it, chas v'shalom, to serve a Zara. We're not fighting and going head-on with the idol-worshipping and with the other religions. We are just head and shoulders above it. We raise up the heads way above this. This is a very, very high level in learning of Teda and Seichel of Teda. As long as one stands in a level that is average of learning Teda, that is used to, that is constant in learning Teda, consistent, one doesn't need to even think about I'm pushing away any other unclean thoughts, any thoughts of, of God forbid, idol worship, etc., even if a person is not, does not merit one can use sometimes Teda itself to deduce 
and to reach to a, a conclusion. Sometimes the person in a twisted mind, Hashem, can take care of itself and put it in the wrong way, in the wrong vein. However, when we elevate Teda to a higher level, higher than just Dimitha Teda and Seichel of Teda, we reach, we achieve that we are totally obliterating any other strange or non related practices or religions that are not from the uh, a belief of his own, of our own soul, but rather mitzad hasechel and avana. We know that we have this totally out of our system. <laughs> Therefore, the parsha begins. He sees us reishman Yisrael. It's called lahagdim fuolamaka. To give first, to precede a healing, even before the disease comes about. What's an example? of pushing away Vedizara <coughs> by being on this higher level of Teda we can see the difference between the Jews and Bezin a Jew is not allowed to read any kind of books connected to a different religion whereas the Bezden our judicial system our judicial Rabbanim etc need to know them in order to know how to get how to see to it that they are avoided by the Jewish nation so it's not enough that they don't need to suspect of the knowledge of Dark Avedizara but they are of the kayach, they have the power to totally nullify it from the world. And therefore may it be HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will that Sisa raises up and take you from Yad Mamish raises up the head of each and every Jew and lifts them up and brings them to Atzeinu Akdesha to the Holy Land with the Gula Mitzvah Shtemai De Mashiach Tzidkenu Amen I have to excuse my timing was a little off this morning and I did not have the full hour to record so Bill another I will put a second part to today's Shir soon to follow and together with this year you'll have to, the year today she'll be in two parts this part being 35 minutes and the next part being 25